All right, what's up? Hey, what's up, Jim? Hey, hey, uh, can can you can you turn that down a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You recording already? Oh shit! Yeah. Man, ready to go. Hey, man, how you doing? I can't complain. How you been? I've been all right, man. Just uh, chilling, man. Uh, life different outside the army, so I, you know, still getting acclimated to that, man. I'm, but, uh, well, I'm trying to get on the same well, level as you, man. Hopefully, I get this med board. Well, not hopefully, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get that shit. So, trying to be on your level, Jim. Oh yeah, once you get that P3, it's over. Exactly. That's what I'm waiting on. That's what I'm waiting on. Once I get that, G, I ain't tripping on nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, man. Welcome to the uh, Air J the Great podcast. Um, I was talking about a particular topic on Clubhouse. I don't know if you'd be on Clubhouse like that. But uh, Clubhouse is this little app where uh, you have to get invited to be on there. But it's people from all over the world, and they have create clubs. And it's like all audio. People just have crazy conversations on there about real interesting topics and things like that. And it's really, it gets real deep, you know. And uh, one topic we got real deep on what we was talking about today, uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the plans for 2022 and then uh, talk about the uh, snitching, you know, the rule of the streets on snitching and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh as far as 2022, did you have any uh, plans for 2022, like goals and things that you want to accomplish this year? Bruh. Close every fucking circle that I got open. I'm saying just, just complete every task I got. Move forward with my life. Get my CDL. Just be happy. Me, my girl, kids. Just move forward. That's it. Oh, yeah, 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 I can understand that. You know, uh, for 2022, for me personally, you know, I just want to uh, keep being, uh, striving towards being a better person. Um, two goals that I want to do this year that kind of motivated me at the end of last year, I had a couple buddies, they did a uh, turkey drive and a toy drive this year for kids and stuff, you know, people in need and things like that. And uh, I want to do that this year. So I got like two buddies that already agreed to go in with me. So that's two things that I do want to do for sure this year as far as, you know, because uh, I was just looking at the uh, the uh, emotions on people's faces when they was giving them toys and bikes and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it motivated me to want to do that my own, you know, even though uh, the guys I was around, they millionaires, but when I'm like, shoot, if uh, me and a couple guys, if all us put in at least $1,000 a piece, you know what I'm saying, uh, you still can get a decent amount of stuff. Yeah, most definitely, man. You'll be able to make a, you'll still, shit, $1,000, you can, you can still what, support two, three families, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but um, the turkey thing too. I wanted to uh, get some turkeys 
And um, instead of just doing the turkeys, how things people, other people do, I was going to get some uh, some sides too, or just, or if we do sides, get gift cards so they can get the, get, get one turkey and then, you know, take a $50 gift card or something and then go get sides to go with it. You can be able to get some sides for $50, you know, to go with your turkey and things like that. Oh, that's dope. Because I was like, you know, most people give them a turkey and, you know, shoot, if they needed the turkey, you know, they need something else to eat with it. You know what I'm saying? So, Honestly, a lot of people, I don't think anybody's thought about that. So that's good stuff. I, I know, like like you said, it's always about a fucking turkey drive, turkey drive, turkey this. Everybody trying to be Nino Brown, give out turkeys. But like, yo, it's more to Thanksgiving, Christmas and, and dinner and stuff, you know, that, that particular meal than just the turkey. So you want something with that. Yeah, man, because you can buy you some greens, some macaroni cheese and cornbread mix for way less than fifty dollars, you know what I'm saying? Go to Turkey. Mm-hmm. You, know you know what I'm saying? So uh I just wanted to uh do something to, um that's a little bit bigger than myself and if uh affect people in a positive way. Uh, even if I couldn't um do the toy drive, I was gonna pick a couple people and just buy what they want on their Christmas list, a couple things off their Christmas list. Yeah. That ain't bad, man. That ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? God done blessed you. You gotta bless everybody else. Yeah. So uh one thing I uh we had got real this conversation, we had a female, she got no feelings about this conversation we we're about to have when I was on Clubhouse. But uh, so we was comparing, you know, six nine situation. You know, the rapper six nine mm-hmm. on how he how he's a so called rat, and then you got other rats. You know what I'm saying? They ratted on people when they knowingly was doing the things that they was doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my my whole thing was just like one of my buddies agreed too. They was like, oh, he snitched on people. They ain't had nothing to do with it. But I was like, all those people, you know, didn't have, didn't, they end up doing no jail time. They did investigate those people, but they know that he was just throwing random names out, you know. But my whole thing was this if I'm a big dog, y'all knew he won a gangster anyway. If he's, if he's, he's taking care of y'all mm-hmm. when y'all, when y'all was broke. Y'all took advantage of him. Y'all stole a million million dollars from him. Y'all uh kidnapped him. And y'all and y'all fucked this girl. Mm. So mm. how how did y'all even think that he was supposed to still stay loyal to y'all when y'all went loyal to him and he took care of y'all when y'all was sleeping on the rugs? Bruh, for real. Cause I was saying that, you know, it's a code to the streets, but that code is based off loyalty. Um, people were saying, oh, if you in the gang, you know, that's just that's just what you got to do. And I was like, bro, I was like, nah. I was like, freaking, and whether you in the gang or not, why would you be loyal to somebody that's not going to be loyal to you? They don't make sense. Mm, exactly. I mean, like, I'll be the first to tell you, bro. I ain't going to lose time with my family for anybody. Nobody. I remember uh, 
I was on my way. I was on a TDY trip going to uh, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? These cats is like, yo, you know, man. So uh, we end up robbing the bank. You know what I'm saying? Woods and uh, we need you to uh, what, what they say, uh, take the rap. I was like, hell no, I ain't taking shit. I said, I, I, ain't, I ain't finna take nobody ass whoopings for the next 10 to 15 years. That, those ass whoopings ain't mine. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna motherfucking fight for food. Nah, bro, I ain't doing none of that. I'm going home to my family, dude. Get me toe up, G. I'll be the first to tell you. You do anything bad around me. If that shit ain't affect, if that shit ain't got nothing to do with me, your ass going to jail, bro. So there's my motherfucking $5 on that, not even two cents. And that shit's being recorded, about to be put on Spotify and all of it. You do some shit around big business, I'm going to motherfucking snitch on your ass. <laughs> well, my, my whole thing was, was like, you know, people was not just going out their way being snitches. Because like I told people on the Clubhouse app, I was like, 6 9 said on an interview before he even got locked up for that year. He was like, he was going to do the time because he knew, you know what I'm saying, that he was dealing with that gang and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I said, it's different when somebody snitches. Well, I said, what's the definition of a rat? A rat is looking for cheese. So he's going around looking for stuff, you know what I'm saying, to get people in trouble. 6ix9ine wasn't looking for that. Yeah. The feds brought him the information of what his crew was doing. So if you in an interrogation room, you thinking your crew solid. So you're like, all right, we got into some stuff. I'm going to just have to take this lick, you know what I'm saying, and then get back out. Mm -hmm. They come to you saying, oh, they don't hit your girl. Oh, yeah, they was booking all these fake shows in your name, and the people calling you asking you if you got show, but they giving them half the money up front. So they don't ran up a whole million in your name. Now the people asking why, why you ain't showing up, but they know you, you didn't know nothing about the show because they getting the money. So they got got you a million dollars in debt with promoters, and they kidnapped you and robbed you for the money they had on you. And then people thought that you were supposed to lay down for these dudes. When you and took these dudes from the hood, had them on tour with Nicki Minaj taking care of paying hmm. their bills and everything. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. So I'm like, y'all wasn't in a boss position how 6 9 was to take care of people and call shots. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And, and y'all wasn't in a position when somebody slapped 40 years in front of y'all. Boy, so that's I'm, a long time. 40 years is a long time, bro. So I was like, you know, a lot of people want to talk and be like, oh, the cold, all this, you know what I'm saying? And my whole thing was, was this. If me and this dude go rob a bank, and I know I robbed a bank with this dude, and I snitch on him and say he did it, that's snitching. That's a rat. Yeah. A rat is not what 6 9 did, because they brought him the information. Mm-hmm. So they basically showed you all these people around you've been betraying you the whole time that you've been on the road getting money and doing your rap career. And you know the why and you know the feds is not gonna lie. That's what people keep things like once the feds bring you some information, they know. 
Mm-hmm. Like this ain't no false information that they're giving you just to spill some information. All that stuff is facts. I hear you. Oh, go ahead, my bad. So people are just hating on six nine because he don't he don't he don't got out of jail. He's doing bigger numbers than all these so called street artists, and then all these so called street artists he pull up on. Put up on Meek Mill. Meek Mill's like, oh, he's trying to get me to go to jail. You know, I'm like, bro, you is a whole street artist. You talk all this mm-hmm. gangster stuff, but you let a rat pull up on you and you didn't show not a lick of aggression. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's, but, but 6 9 supposed, <laughs> supposed, supposed to be the punk. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. everybody else get put on this pedestal as far as, you know, living the code and things like that. And I just don't want people, because a lot of people with these platforms, they confusing all these young people, thinking that's what the streets is, and that's never how the streets really been. Like when we grew up, when you knew gangsters and stuff in your neighborhood, when they did something, they took they lick. Mm-hmm. But when people, but when people, as far as snitching, snitching got dealt with, but snitching is not when somebody is being disloyal to you the whole time. And then when he, when they bring, when they put you in a situation to say, you're going to take these licks for the people that you, that's been disloyal to you the whole time, stealing from you, that you supposed to take that lick. Like, nah, that's not, that's uh, confusing no. people. Cause I'm yeah, like a lot of people saying that they're going to take their 40 years and I'm like, I want to see all y'all get in that room and be presented the same stuff six hours presented and see if y'all going to do the same thing. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they all going to turn into six nine. Bet money, especially if they got kids, they got a wife or a husband. Ain't no telling all I'm saying. I guarantee you, bro. I get, let me tell you something. Me... I do my time for the crime that I commit. That's the way I put it. The one thing I ain't finna do is be somebody's fall guy to show loyalty to some motherfuckers who ain't gonna be loyal to me when I get locked up for something that they did. So, yeah. If I catch a body, feds can get me, I gotta eat that. But if you catch a body, nah, G. I ain't do that. And one thing, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way, you know what I'm saying, and throw yeah. you under the bus. No, no, not at all. Not at but, all. But I am going to say, you know what I'm saying, I didn't do that. You know what not I'm saying? All. I just think this, uh, I just hate that, you know, uh, the way this industry is set up with all these uh, rappers rapping all these gangster lyrics, shooting ops and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and they put out this certain message that kids in high school be looking up to these dudes and then they be thinking like, oh, okay, if I get in this situation, I got to go to jail because they going to rape me on social media and things like that. I'm like, bro, 6 9 been out of jail for a whole year. <laughs> all, all these so-called gangsters ain't ran up on this dude not once. And he been, nope. back, and he been back home to New York. Yep. Now I know six nine is in a privileged position because he got money, so he can bounce around and things like that. That shit don't matter. If motherfuckers want to get you there, get at you, bro. Easily. The, the same way six this shit, Meek Mill got money and six nine ran up on him, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's 
don't know, man. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said. I ain't finna go out of my way to snitch on nobody, but if I get pulled into an interrogation room and they start throwing football numbers at me, 7, 14, 20, nah, G. Nope. It was him. It was him, Eric Jones Jr. I, he stay in Kentucky somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I just think um, we had this one girl, man. She said that 6'9", he was like, no, that's the oath that you took when you joined the game. Oh, my God. No matter, no matter what you do. I was like, first off, baby, you're not even – you do hair for a living. <laughs> you, so you you're not in the streets. You never was in the streets your whole life. So how can you speak passionately about something that you never lived? I grew up around it, you know what I'm saying? So I know people that's actively doing that stuff. But it's just like even some of the dudes that I know, you know, that hustle and things like that, I'm like, dude, even they even when I um um, brought the situation to him, asked him this question before we did this episode. It was like, to be honest, they said they don't know. They couldn't even answer the question. Yeah. Because most people that's put in that situation, they both, they all committed a, a crime of some sort. So they all gonna lay down together. But they, they ain't over, ain't too many people been in a situation where you was 10 does down with somebody and somebody's stealing from you the whole time. They messing with your girl, and they kidnapped you. No, I'm that's not. what that that's what people not through not taking into effect. They want to just throw that rat term on them. But I'm like, bro, what would you do if somebody stole a million dollars from you? People get killed over five hundred dollars. I'm a firm believer in everybody talk everybody talk crazy until it's time for them to do some crazy shit. Like take that time, and so. Until they get put in that situation and they saying they're going to do all this gangster stuff, oh, okay. I believe you. I just hope that you never get put in that situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just um, I just don't um, want people to trick themselves or their freedom just thinking that they have to live up to a code for people that's really in all reality, temporary in their life. Because just because you're around them now at 19, 20 years old don't mean they're going to be in your life when you turn 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of things that uh, I don't agree with with that situation. And uh, we was on Clubhouse for about two hours talking about that. Not a jump on Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, Clubhouse, man. It's one of those. Uh, I've met a lot of cool people in there. You can network, you can create a profile, and pick certain interests that you're interested in. And uh, I go in a lot of gospel rooms because I'm getting more closer to God and things like that. And uh, they uh, got prayer rooms and all types of people, people all over. They host prayer rooms where they okay. talk about certain Bible topics and stuff. And you're running to certain ministers. And people follow you, and they'll uh, uh, they'll uh, ping you. We'll give you a notification like every time they start a room. You can follow the rooms just so you'll know when they uh, do rooms and what times or certain days of the week. 
And uh, it'd be, it ain't no limit to the rooms. Like, it could be 10 people in there. It could be a couple hundred people in there. Gee. But uh, but the thing is, uh, they have to bring you on stage. So uh, if you're on stage, you can talk and things like that. But uh, if you're in the audience, most of the big rooms, they don't let them bring people up because there'll be like a couple thousand in there. Gee. So like that, so they'll just, uh, you, you'll just have to listen. Most of the time, you know, they got this little microphone. So if you're in the uh, rooms, you'll just have to mute your microphone while somebody else talking so they don't hear your background and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on there for uh, next month. Uh, Well, actually, uh, the beginning of next month will be a year that I've been on there. So... Yeah, I enjoy uh, Clubhouse. I get on there almost every day. I run into some people. They are almost like family. We get on Clubhouse every day and That's sit on there, sit on there all day, just talking about stuff. That's what's up, man. But uh, what you think about these uh, playoffs, man? I think it was the most entertaining NFL playoffs I've seen in a long time. Oh man, easily, easily, bro. Like this has been like the best what past. Three weeks of my life, <laughs> when it comes to football. And, and and it's almost like each game just got better and better and better and better. Whether it was like all defense or all offense, you know what I'm saying? I, I will not complain about this year. And, and the fact that we got fresh blood in the Super Bowl, the Rams, and uh, well, of course the Rams was there a couple of years ago, but this ain't that same. This ain't that same team. You know what I'm saying? Got. Odell Beckham Jr., Matt Stafford, uh, Bob Miller back, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then Cincinnati, I've never seen a more disrespectful group of young kids that don't respect their elders in the NFL, bro. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, like them boys, they don't care who you are. They coming at your head. So I'm very excited for next week, man. Yeah, man, I think uh, that Buffalo Bills and Kansas City game, man, that was the best game I ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a game with two quarterbacks that make no mistakes. No, nah, they didn't. It came down to the defenses. Yeah, so I'm like, man, I'm like, uh, I, feel, I feel like the coach lost that game for Buffalo. All he had to do was play regular defense with that last 13 seconds and make them use the clock. Instead of playing, instead of playing prevent and giving them the field goal to force overtime, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Josh Allen, I think deserved to win that game because he balled out. No, yeah, most definitely. I mean, like I seen something on Facebook. It says something like, uh, "Just, just go ahead and cancel the rest of the playoffs of the NFL and just let the Chiefs and the Bills have a seven game series." I'm good with that. That was was one game where I ain't never seen two people just cancel each other out. You know what I'm saying? Because when you – before the game started, you was like, we know the Bills ain't going to get blown out, but we weren't expecting it to be like that. Well, yeah, you got to think. They said the Bills have the the number one rated defense in the NFL, and they still, what, 40-something put on their head? Man. That just show you how the dynamic, man, those two weapons that Patrick Mahomes got, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, man, that's a deadly combo. Yeah. And see, I, I wow. 
that's that's the thing about uh Cincinnati, man. Like they got too many weapons. Running back, tight ends, receivers, their quarterback is a monster. I mean, they defense, eh, a solid six and a half, seven out of ten. But they offense got so many weapons, man. And like just as many weapons as Kansas City got, I don't think they defense gonna be able to handle well. Their defense wasn't able to handle uh, Cincinnati's offense. I was trying to uh, get my homeboy to live in Arizona. I was trying to get him to place a bet for me, man. I'm like, yo, put something on uh, Cincinnati for me. Because I just knew Kansas City wasn't going to beat him. Yeah, I knew uh, Jamar Chase, man. Well, when he came out of LSU, I was like, he's going to be a dog. You see what him and what you call is doing in the NFL – uh, Justin Jefferson, this is his second year. He balled out his first two years. Yes, and, then, and then Chase don't balled out his rookie year, along with uh, Burrow got hurt his rookie year, and now him came back. Mm-hmm. He's, doing it, he's doing his thing now. Man, it's nasty. Absolutely so, disgusting. Yeah, uh, so who your uh, Super Bowl pick? I thought I got uh, I got the Rams – I got the Rams. I think they're going to win, uh, I say, 31-27. Gee. I mean, I got the Rams, but I don't want to I don't want to pick the Rams, but I got them. I'm saying, like, as bad as uh, Cincinnati's O-line is, you got Aaron Donald, uh, Leonard Floyd, I think that's his name, and uh, Von Miller coming after him, bro. Like, nah. Nah, bro. And then you got Jalen Ramsey on the outside. Nice, nice linebackers, some some safeties. I don't see Cincinnati beating them, but it, it's gonna be a good one, man. I say, I say, twenty seven, twenty one, L A. Yeah, I like the the uh, the uh, halftime performance they got this year. Have you heard heard about it? Say it again. Do you know who they got performing for halftime this year? Oh, yeah, it's going to be nasty. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, man, I think that's the most uh, – uh, that's the first Super Bowl that I can think where it was all black artists. Oh, no, you, you got uh, Eminem in there? Oh, yeah, but you might as well say he's black. <laughs> you know, like, I don't even look at him like a white person. Yeah, he invited to the cookout. All the cookouts. Yeah, man. So uh, it's the last topic uh, that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to touch on relationships. So mm-hmm. uh, I know you're a little older than me. So I wanted you to from I know you just got in recently in a relationship. And I just know what uh, I want you to compare, you know, and I'm going to just go off what you say. Um what was the difference between looking for a relationship? Um, let's say 15 years ago versus today, factoring in, you know, all of this social media and keeping up with the Joneses and things like that. Yeah. Well, 15 years ago, man, like, hold on, one second, my bad, my alarm was going off. 15 years ago, man, like, I was probably at 
the worst I've ever been. You know what I'm saying? Money in my pocket, fucking car in my dreams. Uh, I really ain't respect anybody. I ain't respect my relationship. I respect nobody else's relationship. But uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, growing over the years, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? You grow up. That's the easiest way to put it, man. You grow up, you go through shit. You, you have kids, fucking near-death experiences and stuff like that. And it's like all of a sudden now, you're just like, yo, I just want to live right. I don't want to be out there wilding no more. Like, you know, cats going to the club. Nah. I can listen to all that music, fucking drink all the alcohol I want in my house. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to be out there in them streets, you know what I'm saying? You know, club closed at 2. Shit, all the fights about to happen at 145. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time for that, man. I ain't got time for that at all, bro. I like to chill. Like uh, when I, uh, let's see, before I, before I met my girl, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just try to just 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 do me. You know what I'm saying? Be single. Like, you know, just enjoy life. And I tried it, bro. When I say, like, my mentality is at a place where, like, Every girl that I was talking to, I'm like, nah, like, yo, you don't even sound smart. I'm like, yo, I won't, I won't, I won't even put my penis inside of you. Like, yo, conversation ain't there. Like, mentality ain't there. Freaking, like, it, it, it was really to a point, like, I felt like a female. You know how, like, females are like, yo, I won't even have sex with this dude. Like, I felt like that talking to females. Like, yo, like, why am I even wasting my time with you? Know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to, I'm sitting here trying to do this and juggle five, six females at once. But I wasn't happy. Regardless of how single I was, man, I wasn't happy, man. Um, I met my girl and she was everything that I wanted out of everybody that I was talking to. It's like, you know, like if one person was good in this area, she sucked in everything else. But if this person was good in that area, she sucked in everything else. You know what I'm saying? And so on and so on and so on. My girl had every characteristic in the world. And I'm sitting here like, I'm wasting my time talking to these broads. I'm about to go ahead and, and do everything I can to lock up my girl. Because shit, she's got everything that I want right now. And shit, man, I fucking told all them girls. Like, in fact, I was telling them straight up. I swear to God, that's exactly what I told them. Yo, this has become like that TV show, The Bachelor. I'm like, every day, somebody gonna lose a rose. You know what I'm saying? It's just gonna be one winner and happen to be my girl. You know what I'm saying? My girl was not finna sit here and let me entertain all these other motherfuckers. Nah, I had to stop all that. Had to stop it, motherfucking lock my baby down. And that's it, man. Like, I don't I don't wanna do all this stupid shit. Like, I'm, I'm 40, bro. You know what I'm saying? I look 33, but shit, I'm 40, man. Like, I'm just trying to travel, get married, fucking live life. That's it. So that's that's the way it's been between the, the young me and the way I am now, if all that makes sense. Yeah, man, I just know uh, I can feel where you're coming from. I know uh, as I was younger, you know, I was just knocking them down, things like that. But, you know, I'm, uh, I just turned 28, you know what I'm saying, almost two months ago. And uh, it's just, you know, um, 
And the closer I get to 30, it's like, you know, I can't even deal with chicks, you know, that ain't got nothing going on no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I can't do the ratchet ones no more. And yeah. it's like, I, I got to have some. I ain't saying they got to have as much as I got, but you got to be close. Uh, you got a lot, bro. I've been seeing you, big spender. But I'm like, you got to you gotta be close. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I want to, um, this is one thing that I don't like about day now. So you got this social media thing. Mm-hmm. And I try to say, and I try to tell people when I come in contact with them, I'm like, okay, I feel out they brain, be like, what you got going? You know, what's your goals? Things like that. And it's just like, you know, one thing that turned me off, like I was talking to this chick, she's like late 30s. She's like mm-hmm. 37 or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, she got everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? She got two degrees. She about to be a nurse practitioner and everything. You know what I'm saying? Then, but one thing I don't like from a chick is when they just be too consumed with the social media stuff. Like, that's a turn off of me. Like, when they, uh, when they post, like, things going towards men. Like, you know how people share memes and they always say, oh, uh, a man could never, or stuff like certain stuff like that with the little memes that go uh, derogatory towards men, mm-hmm. and they and they just do just stuff that a young chick would do. You know what I'm saying on social media. You know what I'm saying, and I'm just yeah. like, dang, like you too old to be acting like that on social media, looking for validation and attention. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like you either early thirties or almost 40, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, like, I mean, I use social media what it's for, you know? I like to look at the videos and I like the, you know, the funny videos, things like that, keep up with people and uh, use it for a tool to make money. Like, anything outside of that, you know what I'm saying? I look at some BS on there, somebody making a fool of themselves, but, but besides that, I mean, you know, um, so that's one thing that's kind of been a challenge for me because I run into chicks, you know, that uh, be, that I look at these celebrities' relationships and then be wanting you to do the same thing that they're doing. I'm like, they plan with millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying? And some of the lifestyle that you want certain men to do is not realistic, you know what I'm saying? Like... I'm like, uh, some stuff you just gotta, you gotta be strategic when you, um, cause I'm, um, one thing I learned from when I was married, I said I would never get in a relationship again while I'm the sponsor. Mm-hmm. Why not? I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would never sponsor a chick. I was like, I will always would like to have two incomes. Cause I feel like two incomes is better than one. Okay. And now look at a relationship as a partnership. Not saying, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, provide and things like that. But I'm saying, you know, we should be be helping each other. I shouldn't be the only one dishing out money. Mm-hmm. All the time. I hear you on that. It, it, so, this, this ain't the 1950s no more. Like, 
I, I love the fact that uh that my girl worked like it's like you said, man, like two incomes is way better than one. You know what I'm saying? We get this house, we could double up. You know what I'm saying? If I was looking at getting something that was, you know, for myself, two fifty, three hundred thousand, shit, depending on what my girl make, we can go for something that's four hundred thousand. Four fifty, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Especially if you know that's the one. Like, come on, bro. Come on, man. So I feel you on everything that you just said, G. But you know, when I was married, you know, one thing that I knew that my marriage wasn't gonna last longer no more. Well, first she cheated on me, but one thing, you know, it was like simple stuff like um our rent was fifteen hundred, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll pay the rent and a light bill. That's usually the most expensive bill. So I'm already at I'm already at eighteen, nineteen hundred, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all I want you to do is keep groceries, pay the water, and the internet and cable was a hundred dollars. Water bill was no more than forty. Mm-hmm. And just keep groceries in the house. We weren't gonna eat in the house every day because I still have my own personal bills to pay on top of that. Yeah. So I'm like, she didn't want to do it. She was like, "Oh, you should pay for everything." But I'm like, I'm like, dang, like you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Because you live here too, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, we we don't even spend. We probably spend three hundred dollars a month on groceries. Mm-hmm. So you wasn't going to spend no more than $500 a month. You True. know what I'm saying? True. So it was just stuff like that where I was like, you know, uh, that turned me off from the whole, you know what I'm saying, sponsor, sponsoring women. I'm like, you know, I ran into some chicks where, you know, I'm talking to now and that's one of the first questions I asked them, like, how do, you, how do they look in a relationship, but you look at it like you know, man should do everything, or you look at it as a partnership, like are you willing to lend a helping hand and things like that as far as, you know, uh, expenses around the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I ran into some people that's cool with it, you know. So I just think uh, a lot of women um, put us in hard positions because when they get out of a previous situation or um, they won't, they either want the same things mm-hmm. or they don't get them saying chances, uh, chances to heal. I got you. They move on too fast. And then once they get into another relationship and then they start facing a little adversity again, then now you dealing with that hurt from their previous situation and the hurt that y'all got going in y'all situation. Mm-hmm. Because she got out of a relationship. Two months later, she's in a whole nother relationship. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like you have to give yourself a chance to hear. Like I got divorced June 2020, but I was separated for a year and a half. So really, I was really been single since September of 2018, but my divorce went finalized to June of 2020. Jesus Christ. 
So that whole time, you know, I was just getting my mind right. So when my divorce was finalized, when I got out of the military, I can be right mentally for when I start back talking to women consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I just think a lot of people uh, underestimate that that aspect of themselves because mental health is real important when you come from dealing with relationships and people don't have to deal with domestic violence and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, because you, cause you change as you get older. Like, you might think you know yourself at 24, but if you with somebody for four years and now you almost 30, you you not the same person you was when you before you was uh joined that long relationship with that person. So mm-hmm. you got to take time to get to know the person that you are now. Heal yourself before you bring another person into the person you are now. Well, what you think about that? No, that's absolutely true, man. Like first off, it's like you said, you, you hit two key things. One, you said mental health. Make sure your your, your mental health is straight. You know what I'm saying? Because if your mental health ain't straight, you still toxic. And the only thing you're going to do is you're going to spill your toxicity over into somebody else. Um, and, and the other thing you said was, uh, let's see, you said, uh, let's see, you said mental health. And you said heal yourself. You got to heal yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those wounds got to be gone and no band-aids or nothing. You know what I'm saying? They could be scars, but them scars ain't doing nothing that's they're just life lessons. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not completely healed, only thing you're doing is just rehashing all of this. How can I put it, man? Uh, she might as well say generational curse. You know what I'm saying? Because for, for myself, I was doing everything I could not to become my father. But I still had some of my father's tendencies and I had to cut that off at the head. You know what I'm saying? Because the last thing I want is my girls thinking it's okay for them to date the type of man that I was back in the day. That's a generational curse. You know what I'm saying? Them growing up, growing up getting married to to, to a dude like like the, the man that I was. And I also don't want my son thinking it's okay to be the man that I was back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So all of that, that's that's me healing myself, me healing those generational curses. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all about bringing something better to this world than yourself at the end of the day. I wanted to be better than my father, and now I expect all three of my sons to be better than me, my two daughters to be better than than myself, and, and, and their mothers. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Yeah, so actually one more thing. So uh, as far as you know, you, you're single. So No, no, I ain't uh, single. I ain't single. No, 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 no. I know you're not single. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm just uh, yeah, throwing, throwing out an example. So imagine yourself being single and, you know, um, just to give some advice to some younger people, some younger males out there. Um, just uh, list some fundamentals that every man should have as far as like 
looking for a woman that has their stuff together. And um, basically, uh, how should they go about looking for a good woman and what should a man have already before they start actively looking for a good woman, you know, for it to be successful? Mm-hmm. Um, I well, first off, I believe that every everyone is still a work in progress. Well, let's just say, like you know, myself. You know what I'm saying, uh, still a work in progress. So it's kind of like anything that I'm looking for in a woman, I don't expect her to be complete. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, she she still may be growing herself. So you you have to allow that leeway. Now. It depends on what kind of leeway you're trying to give up. You know what I'm saying? Are, are you trying to get this stripper that you met last week and marry her? Or are you trying to talk to a woman who just got out the military? You know what I'm saying? Got a couple kids and, and, and she's just trying to get on her feet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, she's already kind of established herself. But it's like, yo, you know, she's trying to get on her feet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, what exactly are, are you willing to work with? Um, me, myself, I'm trying to stay away from dots, strippers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like none of that, man. Like, I, I don't need any. I would tell a young man, don't bring nothing into your life that's going to stress you out. There's enough in the world that's going to stress you out work freaking being a black man in America family. You know what I'm saying? And now you're trying to come home and deal with a, a, a young female who's getting out of the, the stripping game or something like that. And it's like, you know, like, like those problems are, are, are being poured on you. Like, no, nah, I don't think, I don't think that's what, what, that that's not anything that I would want my sons to to have to deal with, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Freaking, just 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 look for something that's wholesome, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, being wild out there, it, it ain't worth it. And I understand I sound like an old head, but it really ain't worth it, man. Like I didn't did all that, and it wasn't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy yourself, have fun, travel with the homies. But, bruh, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy because when you go crazy, you're going to track crazy. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you live a, a, a good, humble lifestyle, but you still have fun, that's what you're going to track. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just the way I look at it. Yeah, I look at, you know, um, a lot of things where people uh, mess up on, too. Um, everything you said is right on point, but uh, another thing that I could add to it is uh, a lot of people is not true to themselves, so mm-hmm. they they uh, put pressure on themselves being something that they're not. And I just think you know, like a lot of people, like I hear some people that's around me now, and it kind of turned me off from them because I distance myself from them, but they'll be like. Hey man, let me have this girl that you're talking to and things like that, and and be like, why are you not doing this or you need to be doing this? And I'm like, 
you compromising your character trying to get yep. the girl that I'm not even doing nothing to get. Like she's yeah. messing with me because I'm being myself, but you're overextending yourself trying to get her attention because mm-hmm. she's talking to me and you can't keep up that character for so long and a lot of women see through that you know what I'm saying but if it's perks that come with it they're going to milk those perks out of you as long as it don't require them getting you getting you the cheeks you know what I'm saying facts, facts. And, and not only that you didn't you didn't gave up all them perks and now you you didn't show your 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 true religion to your homie. You know what I'm saying? Now I don't even want to fuck with you. It's like yo, like if you're telling me everything that I should be doing for my girl, bro, what's really on your mind? You know what I'm saying? Do we need to step step outside and have a talk? So yeah, I just think uh, a lot of things will go smoother before you get into a relationship with someone or dealing with someone. Even that goes with women, too. You know, just be yourself. Don't be trying to keep up with some of these celebrity females just because, you know, they buying all this designer stuff when you know you can't afford it. Like, like why would you pay, you know what I'm saying, $1,500, $2,000 for some shoes and you only make 5000 a month? Like, come on, make make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I just uh, uh, hate seeing certain stuff. I think a lot. Of, I think we're so behind as a culture, as far as like you know, still uh, spending money on liabilities versus assets. Where do you think they come from? A lot of it come from the people that we got in position right now. You know, as far as like people, these rappers, these entertainers, mm-hmm. they putting out this bad image because, yeah. you know, most of them, you know what I'm saying? They make a million dollars. They have a million dollars in their account. They go spend 600000 on jewelry. Mm-hmm. Now they, now you see them tweet three years later saying, oh, I ain't never got a check from music. You're like, well, they gave you a million on front of bands. Your music didn't turn out as well as it was. And then all your show money, you was blowing on liabilities. Now you won't have the contract. But they're like, nah, you still owe us three more albums. Facts, facts. Now you want to get mad at them because you didn't handle your business right. Yeah. I I was listening to this, uh, well, watching this video on, uh, on Facebook last week. And, uh, this dude was talking about how, like, you know, music is basically, you know, programmed to 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 keep blacks in that hole. You know what I'm saying? Talking about drugs and, like you said, fucking cars, jewelry, just spending money recklessly and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they was talking about how, like, you know, on the radio, that's what we get. But guess what? This radio is controlled by white people. You know what I'm saying? Like WGCI in Chicago, it's not ran by blacks. K104 in Dallas, it ain't ran by blacks. It's ran by whites. And I remember not too long ago, I would say like maybe 15, I'd say about 10 10 years ago, Lupe Fiasco was hot. You know what I'm saying? 
Fucking backpack music. You know what I'm saying? Fucking being smart. How long did that last? Bruh, as soon as black men start trying to be kings, black women start trying to be queens, and everybody wants to learn something, nah, get rid of that dude. Bring out two chains. Bring out Waka Flocka. You know what I'm saying? Kodak Black and all that shit. But uh, Buddy was saying, like, you know, a perfect example is Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Everything that Rick Ross put out on the radio, fucking cocaine, yachts, violence. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as Rick Ross says something about, what was it, like a, a fucking date rape or something like that? Nah, they fucking pulled him. You know what I'm saying? Basically saying that, like, you know, as, as long as he stayed in his lane of destroying a black community, we're good with that. But as soon as you step outside of that lane and talk about something even crazier, nah, man, take his motherfucking Reebok. His, uh, was it Reebok or Adidas he uh, had an endorsement with? She got snatched. Got snatched real quick. As soon as he stepped out of the lane. But, but Reebok ain't had nothing to say when he's talking about motherfucking whipping cocaine real hard, motherfucking killing blacks. Reebok ain't got shit to say about that. See what I'm saying? But as soon as he stepped up out of that lane, that's when Reebok got a problem. So it's like you said, man, like it's it's the music. The music, man, like like television. I'm so glad that we we got TV shows like Blackish. Even though Blackish is what I think it just finished its final season. But I'm saying like like TV stations are, are starting to bring more decent black television shows that that's 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 showing the black families. You know what I'm saying? Black friends that ain't just out there selling drugs and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, slowly but surely, man, this this country is, is starting, well, this world is starting to fucking open its eyes up. Whether it's freaking Europe, fucking Japan, America, you got to think about it, man. When uh, Black Lives Matter kicked off with the whole George Floyd thing, the whole world saw it. And now it's almost like yo, everybody's starting to open up their eyes to, to what Obama wants to say. You know what I'm saying? Things that Anthony Anderson wants to say. Things that, that I ain't going to say Kanye. Kanye ass stupid. But know what I'm saying? Things that me and you want to say. You know what I'm saying? Things that's going to teach these kids to be more than gangbangers, more than basketball players. You know what I'm saying? More than rappers. Like, yo, we need black engineers. We need black scientists. We need black bus drivers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just uh, it's just an uphill battle as far as, you know, things like that just because the people that do get in position and uh, get the capital to make change, they be caught up in the BS. And, and nobody, uh, everybody following each other, don't nobody want to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, I um appreciate you uh coming coming on here, man. I know I went like uh I think about three months without putting an episode out. Yeah, it's been a minute. But uh I got I had dropped like three episodes in one month and I, I think it was October or November. But uh yeah, I'm going to um, start speaking about some of these other deep topics that I got that we'll be talking about on Clubhouse. 
Yeah. Because uh, it be getting real deep. People be getting feelings and things like that. It would get real, real hostile. We was talking about that snitching the other day. But, oh, yeah, I'm going to check that out. But uh, um, you uh, you have a podcast now? I'm working on it. I, 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 need to, I need to do something with it. You know what I'm saying? I got a million ideas. I just got to put something to use. Yeah, man, I have seen your, I'm uh, looking at your name right now. I've seen that you had the name right now on, mm-hmm. that, uh, on the Anchor thing, the Big Business um, podcast. Yes, sir. That's me. Oh, oh business. Oh, yeah, man. You have to uh, let me know whenever you do your uh, first episode, man. I come on there. Will do, man. Yeah, man. Just, uh, Main thing is, you know, you just have to, uh, you know, get your Facebook and Instagram in sync and uh, pay Instagram for them ads and stuff. That that stuff actually works. I have an okay. Instagram ad where it goes to all 50 states and uh, it, it reaches, I think it reaches over 20 million people. And I I can direct the. You can put your podcast link in your bio on your Instagram, so the ad can be directed towards that link. So everybody's getting directed towards that link. So they click on the Spotify link or whatever, and click, and then uh, you know, put it. uh, They um, take them straight to your Spotify to listen. I mean, to see all the episodes and stuff you got. Yeah, because uh, I know Anchor puts it on more pl- pl- uh, platforms platforms than Spotify. But the only reason I focus on Spotify is because Spotify is the only platform that let me add music after my episodes. Um, like all the other ones is just straight audio, and I think that was kind of boring. So I was like, yeah, I want to add music once my episodes is over. So Spotify lets me do that, and it didn't translate to Apple Podcasts and things like that. So uh, that's the reason why I just uh, just post my Spotify uh, link versus the other links because they, uh, they, if, if you put music on there, it, it don't post to the other platforms. You have to post it uh, without the music for it to go on all the other platforms. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what's up, man. Thank you well, for that info, bro. And then... Uh, I do the drop videos too. So like anybody that I have come on my podcast, uh, well, I knew you before, but like any other person that's like promoting business or anything like that, when I get business owners and stuff on here, yeah. I have them drop, post a video on their social media. Then I'm posting it on my social media. Then once I post it, I'm going to pay Instagram to promote that post that they're posting, basically saying why are you looking forward to this episode click this link to listen to all the episodes that you haven't listened to yeah then um so at the same time you got two different uh friend lists um and really three because you got the people that you don't know the people that you know on your friend list and then the people you don't know on their friend list especially if they got a big following on a uh, Instagram or Facebook or whatever, uh, knowing about your podcast and stuff, and then that's how you get people to like DM you or, or whatever things like that. Yeah, that's a dub. 
That's a dub. Yeah. That's the way you do it. That's good stuff. Now, I'm looking about doing a YouTube channel now. I got this little site where I can get a YouTube channel. It already got uh, subscribers on there, and then I could just uh, well, I had to um, look at getting me a camera and things like that. So while I'm talking like I'm talking now, mm-hmm. it would be recording me talk, so I can just stop the video and then upload it on YouTube and still do the uploads that I'm doing now on Spotify and stuff. Oh, I'm all. I'm about to uh, pitch you up sometime soon, man, and pick your brain on all of that. Cause all of that sounds like everything that I want to do. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, whenever you launch your first episode, man, I come on there, man. You know you're going to have some uh, some good topics and things like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, I'm going to try to do another episode uh, later on uh, this month. Uh I want to get more spiritual and talk about, um, you know, I've been doing, getting uh, more closer to God. I got baptized three months ago and I'll be in these rooms learning more about the Bible and stuff like that on Clubhouse and things like that. So uh, I want to start talking about some, some, some of that stuff sometime. Oh, you got that, bro. Um, yeah. Like I believe in God, but maybe the Bible is something that you could teach me. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 that's, that's just one thing that I really ain't really ever connected with. And I don't, I don't know. That's just something we have to talk about on the uh, next episode. Oh yeah. I just want to talk about, you know, more real life things, you know, like, you know, why people, are disconnected from the church why people judge certain people that come to church like things like that oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, yeah and see that's one like that's a few reasons why I stopped going to church everything you finna talk about but, but yeah man I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast this is another episode of Eric J the Great Podcast this pie, uh, episode will uh, be up tonight and then I'll post it on my Facebook uh, either tonight or uh, when I wake up tomorrow and uh, on my other uh, social medias and stuff too. For sure, man. Peace. All right. Have a good one. You too.